Tainan Portillo presents Featuring the best horror stories of the 19th century Welcome to the Poe Show Podcast Narrated by Tainan Portillo Today's episode, two poems by Edgar Allan Poe for Annie and Annabelle Lee. The first, for Annie. Thank heaven, the crisis, the danger is past, and the lingering illness is over at last, and the fever called living is conquered at last. Sadly, I know I am shorn of my strength, and no muscle I move as I lie at full length, but no matter. I feel I am better at length, and I rest so composedly now in my bed that any beholder might fancy me dead, might start at beholding me thinking me dead. The moaning and groaning, the sighing and sobbing are quieted now, with that horrible throbbing at heart. Oh, that horrible, horrible throbbing. The sickness, the nausea, the pitiless pain have ceased with the fever that maddened my brain, with the fever called living that burned in my brain. And oh, of all tortures, that torture, the worst, has abated. The terrible torture of thirst for the naphthalene river of passion accursed. I have drank of a water that quenches all thirst of a water that flows with a lullaby sound from a spring but a very few feet underground from a cavern not very far down underground and ah let it never be foolishly said that my room it is gloomy and narrow my bed for man never slept in a different bed and to sleep you must slumber in just such a bed My tantalized spirit here blandly reposes, forgetting or never regretting its roses, its old agitation of myrtles and roses. For now, while so quietly lying, it fancies a holier odor about it of pansies, a rosemary odor commingled with pansies, with rue and the beautiful Puritan pansies. And so it lies happily, bathing in many a dream of the truth and the beauty of Annie, drowned in a bath of the tresses of Annie. She tenderly kissed me, she fondly caressed, and then I fell gently to sleep on her breast, deeply to sleep from the heaven of her breast. When the light was extinguished, she covered me warm, She prayed to the angels to keep me from harm, to the queen of the angels to shield me from harm. And I lie so composedly now in my bed, knowing her love, that you fancy me dead. And I rest so contentedly now in my bed, with her love at my heart, that you fancy me dead, that you shudder to look at me, thinking me dead. But my heart... It is brighter than all of the many stars in the sky, for it sparkles with Annie. It glows with the light of the love of my Annie, with the thought of the light of the eyes of my Annie.
our second poem, Annabelle Lee. It was many and many a year ago, in a kingdom by the sea, that a maiden there lived whom you may know by the name of Annabelle Lee. And this maiden she lived with no other thought than to love and be loved by me. She was a child and I was a child in this kingdom by the sea, but we loved with a love that was more than love, I and my Annabel Lee, with a love that the winged seraphs of heaven coveted her and me. And this was the reason that long ago in the kingdom by the sea, a wind blew out of a cloud by night, chilling my Annabel Lee so that her high-born kinsman came and bore her away from me to shut her up in a sepulchre in this kingdom by the sea. The angels not half so happy in heaven went envying her and me. Yes, that was the reason, as all men know in this kingdom by the sea, that the wind came out of the cloud, chilling and killing my Annabelle Lee. But our love, it was stronger by far than the love of those who were older than we, of many far wiser than we. And neither the angels in heaven above nor the demons down under the sea can ever dissever my soul from the soul of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. For the moon never beams without bringing me dreams of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. And the stars never rise, but I see the bright eyes of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. And so, all the night tide, I lie down by the side of my darling, my darling, my life and my bride, in her sepulchre there by the sea, in her tomb by the side of the sea. Right. I hope you enjoyed that little bonus episode. I know it's pretty short because it's just two poems, but I wanted a little extra content for October since it's the spooky season and that's what this podcast is all about. I also am trying something new, uh, having the crickets underneath my voice. Uh, I was just thinking that I might need something underneath my vocals. Anyway, these two poems are obviously about love and then loss, two very familiar topics to Poe. For Annie was supposedly written for a very good friend of his named Nancy Locke Haywood, who I believe was also a poet, and he called her Annie, his Annie, for some reason, and Annabelle Lee was based off of his young wife and cousin, I know, cousin, yeah, uh, Virginia. Now, Poe was very good friends with Nancy Locke Haywood and her husband, and even wrote to her and sent her parts of the poem that he wanted her approval for before he actually published the poem. And there are even letters where he wrote about his desire to buy a cottage just to be near her, just buying property to be near her. They had a very close relationship, and I thought it was romantic, but apparently they were just very good friends. 
And it really wasn't abnormal behavior from Poe because apparently he did similar things, writing poems for women and having very close relationships with them with uh, Sarah Helen Whitman, Annie Richmond. Well, that was Annie um, after she got married. Nancy Locke Haywood then uh, became Nancy Richmond or Annie Richmond. And Sarah Anna Lewis was another woman he had a very close relationship with and I mean, Poe kind of seemed like a player, if you ask me. <laughs> He's just writing poems for all these women and they're falling head over heels. I mean, Poe was a player, I guess. Annabelle Lee was also published two days after Poe's death. Now, going in order, focusing on For Annie first. For Annie has kind of hit a chord with me for some reason. He likened living to a fever or an illness in this poem. And he said that the the fever of living had been conquered at last. I heard this theory that this poem is actually about alcoholism and becoming sober. And if it is, that's a really cool theme to have in a poem and to also have about this very good friend of Poe. I'm not sure, again, the total extent of their relationship. Maybe she was, uh, Nancy was one person who helped him through his alcoholism because he was a major alcoholic. And he wrote this poem and always got her opinion on it first. So maybe it was kind of mirroring their journey together. This poem seems to suggest that the character is in such pain that the journey to sobriety becomes this painful living, this painful existence, but so is alcoholism. He references the naphthalene river uh, and uses that imagery, which naphthalene is actually a dangerous chemical used as fuel to light stoves, at least back in that time. I think we still use it for similar things today. So he's likening this naphthalene river, this, this thirst for something that's dangerous and that's it's abundant it's ever flowing you know it's a river he's likening his experience of life to that but then says he had drank of waters that kind of that quenched that thirst this love of a woman and this love of annie quenched all of that thirst for that naphthalene that dangerous thing river that's everywhere for him and her love motivated him enough to not need it. So if alcoholism is the symbolism for this poem, it's masterfully done. I didn't get that at first. And his mindset changes from pain to positivity, you know, saying that after meeting Annie, he lives in the light of the eyes of his Annie. It's because of her that he has come to such a positive place. He also compares being with her to roses and pansies that usually represent love and virtue in literature. You know, it reminds me of spring. So it's this new form of life where new things are sprouting. But then we get to Annabelle Lee. And again, that was based off of his young wife. And um, it's mainly just about his sorrow. And I think it was beautifully put how he said the angels were not happy that he and Annabelle Lee could be so happy down on earth. They were jealous, and that's why they sent a cloud down from heaven to chill her and kill her, because they were envious. The angels of heaven were envious of their love. 
I mean, it's, it's again, so sorrowfully beautiful. Poe is just a master. <laughs> that poem is just more about how he will never forget her. For the moon never beams without bringing me dreams of the beautiful Annabel Lee. The stars never rise, but I see the bright eyes of the beautiful Annabel Lee. And I did think that for Annie and Annabel Lee were about the same person, but they're not. But I still feel like canonically in the poem they could be if we wanted to draw that conclusion as readers. I think it's very impactful to think that for Annie was written about this Annabelle Lee, and it was a woman who saved him and who became this beacon of light in his life. But then she was taken away, died from illness. And the sorrow that he has over losing this woman who completed him, I think that is a very impactful theme. And that's how I might choose to <laughs> personally take away the stories because of the Annie and Annabelle Lee could be the same character. I just think it makes it more impactful as a story. In any case, I think, again, Poe shows his mastery of poems and poetry to show not only the beauties of life, but also the depths of despair when it comes to just one person. And I, I remember something, I, I can't remember, I saw it on Instagram the other day, but someone was saying, we don't need art until we need it, basically. When someone you love dies, when, some, when you fail, when you go through something and you suddenly, maybe you even meet the love of your life and you wonder if anyone has ever felt this way about anyone else before, that is when art is necessary. That is when art becomes a part of your life. When you read a poem about someone like Annabelle Lee, when you lose someone or when you meet someone and you it feels like you're in the middle of for Annie. I think these poems are extremely important for that reason. And whether or not they're going to be relevant for that reason, they're still beautiful. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Poe Show podcast. I really appreciate that you're here, that you're listening. And for those of you who listen to every episode, I don't know how many of you there are. There might be one or two. There might be five. I, I doubt that it's a very big number. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here and for supporting this podcast. And if you like this episode, please like it on whatever platform you're listening on, share it, subscribe to this podcast, and tell others. Have them come and listen to an episode and celebrate the spooky season. If you do like this podcast, you can support it by going to our Patreon. That is in the episode description. It'll always be there. And there, for as little as a dollar a month, you can support this podcast and support the work that goes into it. And uh, just so you know, there is going to be, because this is the spooky season, one more episode at least during this month. I would like that to be the Halloween special coming out on the 25th of October. So that way we can enjoy it when it's closer to Halloween. Maybe you can even save it for Halloween. If you have any questions or suggestions for this podcast, you know, different stories you'd like to hear, then please email poshopod at gmail.com and I will address those questions and suggestions in the next episode. I mean, I'll, I, if it's a good suggestion, I'll probably just do it. And uh, hey, you might be the first because no one's done it so far. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for listening again, and I'll see you in the next one on the Pocho Podcast. Podcast.